Hello, everyone, and welcome to the It Just Works podcast. I'm your host, Ryan, and today we have another Just Working It Out, catching up with Brandon himself, Brian from another vinyl page. We've got the whole Nintendo crew back, just to talk about life and whatever else comes up. But uh, let's start off with Brandon. Uh, Brandon, how you doing, man? I'm doing great, dude. Just got back from vacation, uh, taking it easy today, getting ready for the work week, and uh, yeah, dude, I'm chilling. How are you? Nice. I'm doing good. Uh, just kind of chilling yesterday. I did, uh, I did a whole lot of nothing. It's kind of nice. Uh, although I did go to the driving range in the morning, so that was cool. Shout out to Joe. Uh, hitting some golf balls. Um, still working on that swing, man. I'm definitely getting a little bit better. I, I noticed the change if, uh, you know, when you're holding the, the golf club, you're like far away from the ball, but I actually just like stood straight and then hit it. And honestly, I felt a lot more comfortable and, uh, you know, I hit a ball 220 yards, so it's pretty good. Nice. Now I just got to work on consistency. Thank you. Yeah. So I had like two really, really good hits back to back and then like seven terrible ones after that. So that was really cool. (laughs) Uh, other than that, I had my, uh, my 90 days at work. So my 90 day eval as a district manager, uh, went pretty good. All things considered. Uh, learned a lot from it, and the feedback was amazing. Uh, went to a company dinner, so at a rooftop hotel in like Santa Monica. It's pretty insane. Um, yeah, I thought that was pretty cool. Jeez, uh, what else? Oh, went to the LA Rams game for work. You know, we had a we did a tailgate, and then we or you know we saw the tailgaters and all that, and then uh, you know obviously watched the game. That was exhausting. That was a long day. Uh, but honestly, life's been pretty good, man. You know, uh, Halo's doing good. You know, video, the video game department's been great. You know, sorry, Halo's doing good. Uh, the video games are going well, you know. A lot of good updates, a lot of good games coming out. It's kind of a weird time to be a fan. Like, you know, Nintendo, PlayStation, Halo, all of them have just amazing things that you can play and enjoy. Uh, music's been great. I uh, got some concerts coming up that we're all going to go to. Um Hopefully, I think we're all going to go there. Uh, but yeah, so a lot of cool stuff coming up. But uh, Brian, uh, how you been, man? Besides with your TV. <laughs> How's it going, Ryan, from the It Just Works podcast? I'm great. I've been, I went to a bunch of shows last week, then I got COVID, and now I've been sitting around doing nothing, but I'm finally better. So yeah, I'm, I've been playing video games, watching a lot of TV, playing Mario, playing the new Sonic. I think that's the main two I've been playing, but. Yeah, I'm I'm better. So that's nice. Good. And then, uh, you know, Brandon, we just talked about it before we hit record that you're kind of wrapping up your vacation. Uh, have you done anything uh, special during this vacation? Oh, man, have we done anything special? Um, we went to go see. No, I... <laughs> <laughs> I did it all. I feel like I did, man. It was crazy. Like we went to go see Say Anything, my partner's favorite band of all time. We got to meet the lead singer, Max Bemis, um, and she was shook. It was amazing to see. It was, it was so fun to see your partner, like, like super excited and super happy. So it was really cool seeing that. And we got to be at the front of the barrier uh, first night we got, and, like, saw everything. You know, you guys know what the front of the barrier is like. It's, it's fucking awesome. And then the next night, we just chilled in the back and took everything in and wanted to be out of the craziness. Um, because there were some mosh pits starting, and we were like, you know what, we're we're feeling old. Let's just let's just hang back tonight. Um, yeah, dude. And then and then before the second night, we met. We turns out we were staying at the same hotel as the band, so we got to meet the band at the rooftop hotel bar and pool. And I was faded off my ass, and I was like, dude, you guys put on a great show. And they were super appreciative of like us approaching them. Like, you know, you always get worried about that kind of stuff. So. So it was a really cool interaction and like, yeah, it, it was, uh, you know, we got to try a bunch of amazing food. Uh, we got to walk around the city, experience all of Los Angeles life, which is Oof. everyone said, they're like, where are you going on vacation? And I'm like, oh, Los Angeles. And they're like, oh, oh OK. <laughs> they're like, so you hate yourself is what we're um, what you're saying. Yeah. Uh, yes, that's correct. And I plan on hating myself even more in L.A. <laughs> yeah. I was like a big city living. Here we come. <laughs> <laughs> Well, that's cool man i mean it is crazy to think about because like i've met uh 
you know, Jesse from Six Year Guns, but it was a, a trade wind show at Chain Reaction. And the way I approached him was the worst way to approach him. Not only did I basically interrupt his conversation, I just like was not even speaking like clear English. I don't know what the fuck I was thinking. And I felt so bad. Um, oh, no. he, yeah, it was horrible. I got a picture with him and he, I could just tell he hated me and I hated myself. So it was a two way street. I think I saw him not even a year later at the Vans Warp Tour when we went to the last one. Um, and when I saw him again, I brought it up and he uh, he he doesn't remember me. He sees thousands and thousands of people. But what he did say is like, well, I still appreciate you like apologizing and like being really cool about it. I was like, hey, man, yeah, like if I fuck up, I'm happy to own it. Like, <laughs> So we got another picture with him. And honestly, it's fucking amazing. I love the I love the follow up picture. It's with the whole band. So it was like really oh. cool to meet all those guys. Um, but yeah, you know, it's like. Obviously, it's not so much like being starstruck. It's like, man, you like you worship these people because we love music so much. And obviously their lyrics and their music just means the world to us. So, it's yeah, it's, uh, you know, I hope they would understand that it's just not easy to approach them sometimes because you're like, fuck, man, I'm so excited. Like, what do I say first? They've already heard a million times. Hey, I love what you do. Like, they don't want to hear that. And so instead, you got to bring it to the table. Like, yo, I think this song sucks. I don't know what you guys were thinking. Like, you got to, you know, give them that elevation. So I, ch- I challenge you to do that next time you meet someone <laughs> that you really gotta, like gotta put them in their place right gotta humble yeah them. yeah you or brian you know because you guys have i would say higher odds of just well yeah i mean eric and brian ran in some fucking like uh tv show guy who's apparently the drummer for thick as blood um oh yeah, you yeah. Sh- you should have been like yeah think of thick as blood sucks you know <laughs> like, just you know and then they, they hear that and they probably respect you more to be honest so yeah Eric um, told me he was gonna try to talk to him at that show and then i walked away to piss and then i walked back and he was already talking to him so i don't <laughs> know how he approached it but he must must have been really good because he hung out and talked with us for a while yeah i'll probably oh, have eric awesome. talk about it again because yeah he was kind of you know giving me the rundown a little bit uh the gist of it though is like they essentially like made eye contact you know and <laughs> and actually the guy looked at eric like he's like do i know you kind of thing and then that's honestly how they hit it off it's pretty crazy yeah he was a really cool guy yeah he sounds fucking awesome man um yeah so i i get it you know i think uh you know i've walked by arnold schwarzenegger a couple times you know uh, arnold schwarzenegger did he make you look short (laughs) dude he's not tall he's like actually yeah, Arnold Schwarzenegger's like kind of short, dude. He's not even really tall. I want him to sign my Turbo Man so bad one day. Oh my god, well, that'd be the dream. Right. Honestly, if you go to the auto the LA Auto Show, there's a very high chance you're gonna run into him because I've seen him twice now and I go every year. So, you know. Two out of what? Two out of four times now? I have four or five, because I've gone for quite a while. Ooh. It's pretty good. It's, it's pretty like good. Fifty to forty percent hit range. Yeah, well, you know, the problem is I want to be like, get down, do it, Arnold, look at me, you know, and he'll be like, get the fuck out of here, you know, put that cookie down now, Yeah, put the cookie down, do it, you know, they'll probably like, (laughs) think it's funny to make fun of my accent. Yeah, yeah, he's like, like, oh, look at me, I'm American, you know, (laughs) (laughs) have you guys seen that meme where it's like the guy, he's like in a military uniform and he's like, he's like, oh, look at me, I'm white, I think I'll put that on my credit card. Yes. oh yeah yeah like, <laughs> yeah dude that that's actually like one of my favorite um <laughs> you know videos of where people make fun of americans yeah uh but yeah good shit um yeah what else have you guys been up to anything new lately i feel like you guys haven't been on the podcast in a while to be honest i've been to shit ton of concerts brian what have you been up to yeah same yeah. bunch of concerts well we yeah, can talk concerts yeah go ahead i had to stick to your guns one and that's when i was starting to feel a little shitty but I tested negative, so I was like, I don't want to bail on Eric. So I tucked it out and went. And holy fuck, like, I knew it was going to be intense. But the next day, I was, like, sore as shit. And I asked my girlfriend, I was like, I feel like I have footprints on my fucking head just from crowd surfers and people, like, crazy in the at the show in the pit. And then she's yeah. like, yeah, you have sores and scabs all over your head. So people were just, like, landing on top of me the entire damn show. Oh, it was a good time, though. <laughs> and then I had another show the next day better lovers and got right up front for that it wasn't as crazy as i thought it was crazy don't get me wrong but there was some guy in the pit who like was walking around with like his kid on his shoulders so i think people knew like uh let's not get like too crazy 
Yeah. <laughs> no, it was a good show. I had a really good time. Sacrifice the child. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Kid just gets sacrificed right in the middle of the pit. Kill him now. Like, oh, I shit. That was super interesting because I don't know if you guys have been to the Constellation Room, but it's already like a crazy small venue, especially for like a metal band of any sort. So it gets pretty rowdy in there. But yeah, that that dad and the kid like kind of threw off the vibe for a little while. Yeah, until they got murdered. I think he eventually <laughs> he walked out. Then the vibe came back once they got killed and sacrificed in the name of the show. <laughs> right. Uh, I've never been to the Constellation Room. I think I've only been to the main room. So I've seen August Burns Red there in Heart's Wake. Stick to your guns. Oh, wow. Um, I think one of my favorite shows I've ever been to was at the Constellation Room. Like a year or two before Dillinger broke up, they purposely played a small venue tour. And they did Constellation Room. And I got like right to the front, and I remember the entire venue. Like I was like, I'm gonna die. It's just like utter chaos in here. <laughs> wow, it's really cool though. <laughs> I'm going to the Constellation Room for the first time in December. Oh yeah, cool. that's right. that's the Andrew show, right? Yeah, that's right. I'm gonna get my tickets. I'm I'm lagging. I got the I got them shits like day of release. I was like, ah, just because I know it's a small venue. I was like, ah, I want to make sure I can go. Is it a Friday or Saturday? I'm going. I just can't remember. I think it's a Saturday. That's right. That sounds. That sounds right. But see, you know, if I remember correctly, though, the main room's really not that much bigger in general. Oh no! Like the the it's bigger than the constellation room. The constellation room holds five hundred people. I know, but that's what I'm saying. Though is like, why not just play in the main room? Like, it's not that much bigger. You know, like, what are we really some, losing out on? Some oh. bands, like, I'm sure Better Lovers, that was intentional because other shows they played on that tour were a hell of a lot bigger. But the constellation room is just. A lot more intimate and a lot more. I don't know. It's just a different experience, and sometimes bands like like choosing shit like that on purpose. Like when Dillinger did the small venue tour, like it's just a different feeling having like a small venue, a little small tiny room, and just people going bonkers and people jumping off the bar. <laughs> well, no, it makes sense. I mean, even comedians like that. Even comedians yeah, yeah, like yeah. to just do the small shows instead of doing arenas all the time. So I totally get it. I was just curious in terms of spacing it's like why not since the main room is really not a huge step up but that makes sense gotta love those intimate shows and especially like you said with better lovers too they uh only have the ep right now that's their main material so Ooh. just to be able to run through that material and then in such a small room of like super diehard fans yeah it's pretty legit you can't really go wrong you know the seven um, song set list so it went by pretty quick it was the four song ep two unreleased songs and then i think it was a sound garden cover if i remember right yeah, I know they've been doing like a cover or something. That's right. Yeah. Um, Brandon, what main concerts have you been to besides Say Anything? Uh, well, Say Anything two nights in a row. And then earlier in the month, we went to Census Fail and we did a uh, v, uh, VIP meet and greet with that. We only we were only able to get the silver tier. The silver, the silver tier had a couple goodies like a poster, meet and greet, photo op and uh all this stuff but we got there late so we got there in the middle of them doing the gold vip which was arts and crafts with the band which is so fucking sick i want to do that next year they're gonna do a paint and sip and i really want to be in on that that's cool yeah but since we showed up late we we kind of crashed the gold members but we got to talk to buddy from census fail like for an extended period of time i got a selfie with him and then we got to the front of the barrier for that and i got to hold buddy up during bite to break skin i was holding his calf and he was screaming bite to break skin right above me and i was just like this is i can die happy this is this is amazing um and he pointed at my belly because i was wearing uh my roosevelt's jurassic park shirt with the floss wrappers on it it's called clever girl oh, nice he pointed at my stomach and he's like clever girl and i was like that was, that was adorable thank you and you're like i could um, die happy now yeah me with the Pillsbury Doughboy. I was like, Whoa. um, <laughs> uh, yeah. So other than Census Fail, I went to go see Sleep Token. That was a really, really awesome experience. They put on a great show, and it was the last time I think I was going to be able to see them in such like a small. We saw them at the at a at a, at a uh, theater called the Fox. I'm not gonna say the city, but we saw it at the Fox. I'm sure you guys are familiar with it, but um, it was a. They played not, there. Yeah. Right by the glass literally- house, right? Yeah, right by the glass house. Oh, shit. I literally just got done talking with Eric. Yeah, Brian wasn't there, but 
how like we feel like a lot of bands haven't been playing there in the glass house yeah glass house is down crazy i missed it it's closed oh it closed yeah we we walked right past it on the way to the venue and um yeah lights were off and nothing was in it looked closed down that's insane i wonder if it was just for like the day or if it was like legit like done done Dude, literally the only thing that venue needs is a fucking bathroom remodel. Oh no. That's wild. That's crazy. Not, I hope it's not fully closed. I had a lot of memories there. Dude, yeah, Glass House was the shit. <laughs> Glass House is somebody. amazing. Yeah. So many good I mean, my, Glass House. My very <laughs> first concert ever was there, and it was the Sweet Brag Tour. So it was uh, Devil Wars Prada, Day to Remember. Um, uh, oh my God. Sky Eats Airplane and in fear and faith actually come to think of it my first like legitimate show was at the glass house too it was silverstein from autumn to ashes i don't know who the other person was and dance gavin dance like a week after downtown battle mountain one came out got it yeah good just dude i mean god so many fucking shows at the glass house i mean most of the concerts i've been to are there for the most part I remember seeing I said my friends on fire there, Devil Wars Prada there, Data Remember. A lot of the shows that we all kind of went to, I think, were at the glass house, yeah. Yeah. You know, I met a lot of people there. I remember meeting Matt Brusso from Barrio Dead. That was fucking awesome. The guy's amazing. And he wrote on my poster. He said, uh, stay in school or something like that because he's an actual teacher as well. Oh, that's yeah. awesome. <laughs> yeah, dude's, dude's fucking awesome, man. Um, yeah, any, uh, let's see, Brian, are you going to Haste the Day or Polaris? Polaris? One of those shows because Eric's told me about it, but I can't remember at all. Uh, Polaris is in two weeks and Haste the Day is in December. But it's uh, Polaris and Currents. And honestly, Polaris' new album is like potential album of the year. I might be going into the December one. I don't remember a show in two weeks. I'll have to look and do it. Yeah, I think he said it's November 4th, which is on a Saturday. Well, as long as it's not on a weekday, I can pull it off. If it's on a weekend, I can pull it off. Yeah. I know you need your sweep during the week because you've got to get up early. If it's like a Riverside show, I could totally do like a, <laughs> a weekday. Farther than Riverside now. Yeah. Uh, I kind of want to go see... We'll go see Slaughter to Prevail at Riverside. Oh, we just set our city so well. <laughs> yeah, I'm not from Riverside. You could have just played it off. You're all good. You're all good. Try me, bitches. Yeah, you're fine. I already ended um, it. Oh, okay. Well, anyways, yeah. yeah um, I want to go see Slaughter to Prevail. Uh, I think they're playing in November at Riverside Municipal. But the first time I was going to see them at the observatory, I caught COVID. So I couldn't go see oh, them. I was really bummed what a out. a piece of shit, dude. I know. I didn't even get ticket insurance for that, too. I was like, I'm so guaranteed I'm going to fucking go. And then it was like, you're tested positive for COVID. And I was like, oh, <laughs> shit. Guess not. Yeah. You got I the road of ticket insurance. Yeah. I would never, never buy that. But it's a couple days ago, and it's like, do you want ticket insurance? And I'm like, no. Isn't it like the price of the ticket? No, I think it was only a few bucks, but like, just go to the show. <laughs> just go to the show. I I bought I bought it for sleep token just in case, like, because that shit was on a Monday. Mm. So I was like, eh, I don't know if I'm gonna go until like the day up. And the day of, I was like, yeah, I'm gonna go. Oh, you can relist tickets now too, because I remember Eric bailed on me for Better Lovers, and I was gonna, I listed it for a couple hours, and then my girlfriend's like. Could my sister just join us? And I was like, yeah, I don't care. So she came along with us instead. But you could just sell a ticket if you can't make it to a show. That's true. She uh, listens to the music too? Or no, just went? she wasn't doing shit. Uh, <laughs> okay. That's tight. <laughs> and my girlfriend knew I was going to like go in and like go into the pit and like get into it. So she didn't want to like stand back and like just chill by herself. So she was like, can I bring my sister? And I'm like, I don't care. Did her sister hate it or like it? Well, she didn't mind it. That's cool. She didn't mind it at all. Nice. She didn't know what to Sorry. expect, though. She didn't look up anything beforehand. Good, good, good. That's always, that's always fun. Right. Yeah. I know. It would have been cool to bring someone to that Parkway show. 
just like fucking make them suffer north lane the amity affliction and parkway man it was a magical night ah, so good not the one that was in the beginning of october mm-hmm. okay yeah that's the one i was at the wedding for i know i wish you could have ditched that wedding that would have been fun dude <laughs> honest i mean it was really good the only thing that really like was really disappointing about it it's not dis- it's disappointing for me because i've seen them almost fucking 10 times but uh parkway's set was the exact same set as the last time I saw them, just with a couple of new songs. And I was very sad about that. Parkway's still they... good live, but I'm burnt out on them. Yeah. What did you were gonna say, Brandon? Yeah, my bad. I was uh, my bad. I was gonna say, like, did you wish they played like some more old songs or did they switch the, the set list up a little bit or uh I mean they probably switched like the order of the songs a bit, but um, they. I wish they probably would have played a couple more new songs, and then they didn't play anything off of "Killing with a Smile," which hurt me inside. Um, and then maybe a couple more songs from like Atlas and Deep Blue, because they played you know Idols and Anchors. They played Carry On. Those are the only two songs I need to hear from Horizons, and I'm having a good day. Um, even though the whole record's amazing. Uh, they played a lot of Ire. They played Vice Grip, Crushed. Oh, you know what they did play? I mean, they they were good. It's just I've already seen them. You know, like Brian said, like, you know, they're kind of burnt out. on. It's the same shit, just burnt out. But, yeah. um, you know, the, the thing was, though, is like Make Them Suffer came out fucking hot. Like they sounded perfect. They played all their new songs. They played their best songs. Like they, they went in and out of their set. Like they just fucking kept going and going and going and it sounded amazing. And then, you know the reincarnation of Christ North lane uh, came on and fucking destroyed it. I mean, they just sounded good. I think Chris was crying because of how beautiful it was. Um, Eric had a heart on and then uh, Amity affliction, which I hate some of their old, you know, their newer stuff, to be honest, not hate. I didn't care for it, but man, seeing some of their songs live plus like they're very new. Like I think their new records amazing seeing all that shit. Plus some of the classics. I was like, I had a heart on at that point. It was some real sick shit. And, uh, yeah, it was just a really good time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, sounds cool. Wish I could have been there, dude. I wish everyone could have been there. Like that was, I'm surprised more people didn't go, man. Like that was the concert of all concerts in terms of like Australian bands. Like that is like the wish list fucking tour right there. Like I'm surprised more people didn't go. Ooh. Um, yeah, fuck your wedding, dude. Yeah, I agree. Whose was it? <laughs> My my friend from work. I've only known him a year and a half, and he's like, "You want to be my wedding?" And I'm like, "Okay." <laughs> oh, like so you were a part of the wedding? Yeah. Oh yeah, shit! Tell him, yeah. The, tell him to find more friends and fuck off. <laughs> Can no, I just I appreciate? First, okay, at first, okay. he was joking about it. He was like, "Oh, I'm gonna ask, ask you to be in my wedding." I'm like, "Haha!" And then a few weeks later, he was like, <laughs> "He was like, oh, my fiance actually added another person, so I need another person. You do want to legitimately be in it?" I'm like, "Okay." <laughs> it was a good time though. Cool people. Uh, was it like a local wedding or what? Camarillo. Camarillo. Where they, they ship all the Apple, Apple products? Yes, I believe so. Are you thinking of Cupertino? Shut no, up, man. <laughs> That's what Brandon's right. He's not even an iPhone user anymore. He's turned to the dark side. <laughs> My knowledge expands beyond the droid. Yeah. I am omniscient. I, I am now I'm the master <laughs> of the android. I don't know shit about fuck. So <laughs> all right, I don't know shit about fuck. That's cool, man. You know, I'm glad your friend wasted your time with his wedding. You know, it was a good time. Yeah, it must have one of the most important days of his life. But who gives a fuck? That concert was more and important. I went to Oktoberfest the next day in, in Pomona, and I was not expecting it to be that lit. It was like so fucking fun. Oh shit! Yeah, yeah. I thought it was gonna be like a lame, like they just sell beer, and it's like not really a real Oktoberfest. But no, they had a band. They had people like <laughs> no, it's not like a. <laughs> I thought it was Dude, gonna be like a cheapy Oktoberfest. Like a I know, but the way you enunciated, they had a band, you know, like as if they wouldn't have Dude, a they fucking were playing like, polka and doing the chicken dance. That was all about yeah. that. I think I saw <sighs> your your stories where you guys were stacking the cups. Oh yeah, that was intense. They, they told us so... we had to leave. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, I didn't see that. Do you still have the video or anything? Or I put no? it on my highlights. If it's like, if it's like semi funny or worth keeping, I'll put it on my highlights. So there's a lot of highlights, huh? 
Yeah, a lot of highlights. <laughs> a lot of magma. <laughs> a lot of a lot of magma Mondays. Um, I can we just appreciate how comfortable Brian looks in his TV set and just you know sitting on the couch? It's fucking awesome. It's like I'm picturing him doing the Ian Malcolm kind of like lay down. Yeah, he's just he's oh, just yeah. in ma- maximum comfort. And plus, like the ca- the fact Ooh. that his couch is brown. Bet MGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn five dollars into one hundred and fifty dollars instantly when you place your first wager at Bet MGM. Simply download the Bet MGM app and sign up using code Champion One Fifty. Then. Place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager. Only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. She doesn't help the fact that it's like an old TV, so my man Brian just looks like he's in the 70s right now. Yeah, it looks like we're talking to somebody from the past. Look. There you, there you, I mean, that's good, I guess. <laughs> um, okay, so we uh, are definitely like making this like a new segment now, when, depending on who I have on. But any new music you guys would like to shout out, maybe uh, some people listening can check out. Brian? What did I? You should have given me a warning. What have I downloaded lately? Yeah, I mean, like a couple songs, you know, so it sounds like uh, Dance Kevin Dance has a new song coming out. I saw uh, Spirit World with Eric, and I was really into them. So I downloaded their album; it's really good. Wolf and Bear put out another single that's really good. Many Eyes, which we can talk about. <clears throat> yeah, I guess let's get the Many Eyes Better Lovers conversation going. So, uh, if people don't know, there was a band that was amazing called Every Time I Die, and it had two brothers in it. Something happened. Uh, I'm not gonna lie; I'm not gonna really talk about it because I don't really know what happened. But basically, the band doesn't exist, and I think they still hate each other. So uh, each of them went their own paths. And Keith, the lead singer of Every Time I Die, made a band called Many Eyes with two brothers who I'm forgetting their names and released a song called Revelation. And then Greg Puchato from Dillager Escape Plan, The Black Queen, has joined up with Will Putney and the rest of Every Time I Die and created uh, Better Lovers. And Better Lovers released the EP. Many Eyes only has a single. But Brian, what are your thoughts on these two bands so far? Obviously, I have bias because Dillinger is like one of my favorite band ever, so I prefer the EP. But like I was telling you before the podcast, I think the first Many Eyes single was pretty underwhelming, whereas when the first Better Lovers single came out, that shit was fucking fire. That shit was... I had that shit on replay. I kept playing it over and over. So just off the first single they dropped, Better Lovers blew them out of the water. But that's not to say that many lovers are many lovers. I said it again. Many eyes, many eyes can come up out with more new music and it's better. <laughs> just that first track didn't do much for me. Yeah, and not that it matters that one is better than the other, but we are huge fans of like everyone that's pretty much intertwined in both bands. So it's like really cool to hear perspective. Um just based off like Keith's voice alone, I like Revelation more, but I don't disagree that like I think the lyrics are a little maybe too too preachy for me, I guess. And then when he said when Keith says you're cool around here, you ain't cool around here, but he says it like three times. It's a little I don't know. It's a little much, but uh I think well, uh, the better lover go ahead. Oh, sorry, go ahead. Well no, I think like the better lovers EP is great. Uh, please go check that out if you haven't done so yet. Check out the Black Queen if you haven't done that either. Please, we need more people to listen to it so I can get another fucking album out of that guy. Um, and then Revelation, I, I still really enjoyed, but both bands, no doubt, just sound like every time I die. So uh, I'm really excited to see. And Dillinger, yeah. So I'm like, I'm like really, really excited to see what both bands do moving forward because at the end of the day, if you're a fan of both, you pretty much win because you get, like Brian said, a little bit of Dillinger, a little bit of Every Time I Die with Better Lovers, and then you get Keith and whatever those other guys are from and Many Eyes. So pretty cool shit. But Brandon, what were you going to ask? 
Oh, because you were mentioning how he goes like, yeah, you, you ain't cool around here. You ain't cool around here. You ain't cool around here. It's like when somebody like is. Do you think it's like part of like a diss that they just went too hard on? Or yeah, I think I think it. I I don't know, man. Because I wanted to say that like we're beyond this shit. Like whatever happened between them happened, but like let's move on from it. But he is kind of saying that because he's like, he's like, hold on, let me see what the lyrics are entirely. Oh, it's not gonna show it now. It's cool. Yeah, he uh, it's right here. Yeah, he says, you ain't cool around here. Like, it's not even around. He said round here. And he says it three times. And then it goes into the chorus. And the chorus is fucking great. Love the fucking chorus. Didn't really see the clean vocals coming in right away. But yeah, he does the you ain't cool around here. You know, twice. But yeah, the whole last part of the song, though, Brandon, if you want to, if you're curious if it's a diss, diss. Um, I don't know. I don't know. I'm not gonna read. That. I'm still gonna. I'm but still yeah. gonna check it out. Oh yeah, bro, you you gotta check it out. I think you'll love both bands for sure. Um, this person just is my monitor even going for that much? Sorry, I have a monitor on offer up, and someone just offered me 140 for it. <laughs> yeah, really. Uh, so yeah, we have the new Bear Tooth album. Brian, did you check that out? No, Eric showed me that he bought like one or two, and I just. I haven't even listened to the singles or anything. I'm not, I don't know that much about Beartooth other than they're pretty popular now. Yeah, I thought they were really cool when they started. You know, Caleb was just making both the records, basically. The first EP and the first record himself. Actually, I think um, we listened to it. On the way up to Stick Your Guns, we were listening to it. What did we say? I it's might, like super poppy. It's I think like, he said like... Rock. I could be wrong. If, if DGD was like radio friendly. Kind of like that. Like they had similarities. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, he's definitely like gone that route though, where he's like more of a rocky, like radio singer. I mean, that's what he grew up with. Like his dad is a massive hair metal fan, and so Caleb grew up in a household with that kind of music on. So, like, if you you could tell by his singing that he's still extremely influenced by his upbringing. Yeah, like if you listen to any of his songs, he sounds like he he could he could probably do an Iron Maiden cover album if he really wanted to. You know, like. Just stuff like that. He sounds like those guys, which is perfectly fine if you're into that. So, yeah, I would say he's like just new age hair metal rock because they, they still got wow. some heavy segments in the album. I listen to. No, I listen to the whole thing. Did you say we do need or don't need? No, we don't. OK, yeah, we don't need. I agree. Uh, so I listened to the whole record start to finish. Honestly, it's not that bad. I recommend it to both of you. If I can do it, you can do it. There we go. <laughs> uh, coming, coming out October 27th is probably one of my most anticipated albums of the year because their singles just keep hitting the spot and that's hollow front coming out of the new album. The fear of letting go comes out this Friday. So please, please check that out. Bring me the, bring me the horizon has a new single out called dark side. Uh, it sounds like everything they've been doing for the last two years, which isn't a problem. It just isn't anything different. And then I think my favorite new thing right now to take a break from all the heaviness that I listen to on repeat is a uh, cross's new album. Good night. God bless. I love you. Delete. I love it so much. I still haven't finished it. I absolutely love crosses. I got into them like when their first few EPs were dropping and I love them, but this new album, like I still haven't sat down and like completed it. I bought it. And I haven't even, yeah, I don't know what it is for me. I need to just sit down and like give it a chance. Cause I'm hearing people love it, but I just haven't had that same like thought with what I've heard so far. Well, I'm just like really on board right now with the whole, I mean, like, you know, I clearly love Black Queen a lot, so I'm all on board with like the electronics and good vocals. Yeah. And this is, and them switching to this sound for this album is doing that entirely. But yeah, I mean, I know you haven't finished it, so I recommend to both of you to go listen to Girls Float, Boys Cry. And it literally has uh, Robert Smith from The Cure in it. Um, Man, it's a good fucking song. Have you listened I to haven't... their first album? No, I'll probably go back. I love their first album, but I don't know what it is about this one. I think what I heard was like a lot of uh, Deftones and whatever Eric played initially, so I didn't really care. Mm -hmm. But I could be wrong. Like Maybe the first album has more experimental sound in it. So yeah, I'll go yeah. back and check it out. Um, Yeah, I think that's pretty much it for like super new shit. Uh, that's all I got for now. I mean, obviously there's other stuff that's come out. Um, Anything else? Brandon, have you listened to anything new that we didn't maybe uh, point out? Um, 
no dude you guys are really uh on the front of like music and things like that i've been finding a lot of like older songs from like 2000 like the early 10s that i've been like really about but uh but yeah dude like there's this band called it angles and there's a song called they're giving out freebies um and i suggest you guys check it out because it reminds me of like dgd like whatever i say is royal ocean oh, type okay. vibes yeah and that's, sure. it's a really cool song that's what i've been kind of hooked on uh old idola um like this one track called going nowhere is a bop so yeah i haven't been like, up front with the with the new stuff but yeah anyways brian what were you gonna say no that's on that's on the great glass elephant right yeah that's the one i've listened to the least like that's the one i need to like listen to more because all their other ones like i'm hooked to i love the other albums but that one i'm not as familiar with so hey dude um, i recommend it it's been popping up like all the songs on that album nice nice like the what is it a night with frank sinatra mm-hmm. uh, two taps of acid and yes. bastards yeah. fire i think is one of them <laughs> yeah and there's another there's another artist called sega bodega that I've been listening to, he's like electronic, <laughs> and love the, the name. The title of the track is "Only Only Seeing God When I Come," and it's a fucking great song. So right. those are my top three tracks of the month. Um, y'all should check them out for sure. What was that one that you said sounds like Royal Ocean? I'm gonna look it up right now. Um, it is. They're giving out freebies, okay. and freebies is spelled free and then bees like the animal. Nice. Yeah, I'll send you uh, this girl's. Oh yeah, you don't have an iPhone. Fucking bitch. Oh, awkward. Why did you switch again? Not that it matters. I'm just curious. I, I just felt like I just felt like it. All right. I mean, I I did this. I did the switch from Android to iPhone back in like 2013, 2014. So like, I I switch my shit up all the time. I just. That's what she said. <laughs> hey, she asked you, otherwise it gets stale. Yeah, right. Um, okay, so yeah, that's music. I just sent that song to you. I mean, Brian already has it, but yeah, I sent it to the chat so you could watch the visualizer or whatever. Um, any new video games or pop culture, like you know, TV shows or movies you guys want to touch on before we wrap this bad boy up? I've put in 20 hours into Detective Pikachu. Oh, how's that? I'm just kidding. I haven't bought it. No. <laughs> I, I watched the I've ending. I've heard a lot of bad things about it. I've heard a lot of bad things, and I've heard that they recycled the plot from the movie, so, like, it's not even, like, a shock. Like, the big twist is, like, the twist that's in the movie, so they think this game has been delayed for, like, multiple years. Huh. So I'll buy uh, it if there's a price drop, but I'm not spending 60 bucks on it. Yeah, you're not wrong, though. That does have the same pretty much plot. Like the ending is pretty much the same. I would spend thirty. I just just to like have it, but I would tell you though, as someone who watched like the full ending and like the gameplay leading up to it, or like whatever you want to call it, I would still say that the experience is worth it because it's not the carbon copy from the movie at all. Yes, I heard it is slightly different. There's just a lot of similarities, and the animations for the Pokemon look good. The characters look good. Um, the voice acting is cool. I mean, I don't know. I would, yeah, like if you could find it on sale, maybe Black Friday, it's 35 bucks. I highly recommend it from what I've seen. That's the plan. But I just can't, I just know I'm not going to spend 60 bucks on it and have it sit on my shelf and I'm not going to play it for a while because I have too many other games right now. That's true. Yeah. And then, um, Super Mario Wonder, I mean, how are you still feeling about that so far? Are you playing it, Brandon? No, I think I'm going to pick oh, okay. it up next paycheck. I'm having a lot of fun. I really wasn't hyped like everybody else with the first reveal trailer because it just gave me new Super Mario vibes and I just did not like those games. They felt kind of soulless. But no, this one's really charming. I remember texting Ryan um, after I beat the second level and I'm like, this game is like really charming and fun. So yeah, I'm having a lot of fun with that. I'm enjoying the new Sonic too. I know, Ryan, you don't give two shits about that, but I adored the early 2D Sonic. (laughs) <laughs> this one, it's okay. Did I freeze? No, we're just laughing about how I don't get two shits about it. 
I know you don't, but yeah, no. <laughs> it's a good game, but it should not have been 60. It should have been like 40. There's no reason. And the same thing's going to happen that happened with the last Sonic game. It was 60 bucks, and then like a week later, it was like 40 on Amazon. And so I feel was. bad to say this too, because, you know, obviously Sonic's a really important character to gaming, you know, from his history. But I feel like at this point in the franchise's current state, their games probably should just be released at 40 bucks. That's why. Oh, usually it was $40. It wasn't until the last one. I think it was for Cult Frontiers. They were like, well, it's kind of open world-ish, so we're going to like do 60 bucks." And I was like, okay, I'll do that. And then they saw that people would actually pay 60 so this one that just came out last week, they priced it at 60 I was like, that's not a $60 game. That's a $40 game. Is it 2D game. again or what? What is it? Is the new one 2D? Yeah, it's a 2.5D. Mm. It's oh, a side-scrolling okay. game, but it's like in 3D, so... It's okay, but it just really bugs me that it was 60. Yeah. I know. Uh, I say, yeah, so Super Mario Wonder, same thing as Brian. I just wasn't really feeling it, um, you know, based off the trailers and stuff. And then I saw some gameplay from it or, oh, no, I'm sorry. I saw all of the reviews from all the outlets on it. And no, I don't think anyone gave it below a nine. And I was like, all right. I mean, it has to be pretty fucking good to get like a guaranteed nine plus across the board, which it did. I mean, I think some places even when it's close to a 10. Um, so I bought it digitally because I don't really plan on getting rid of it, you know, my switch and stuff. So I was like, oh, I don't mind having this game ready to go. Um, and I got to say, uh, I mean, I'm playing as Yoshi, so I know like I think by technicality, it's a little bit easier. But in terms of just like playing through the worlds and just you know, experiencing them. They are different. I think the little challenges are cool, Brian, you know, with like the wiggler race and shit. Like I thought that was like so cool. I like the badges. Um, yeah, the badges are really cool. So the badges. the badges in this game are different like uh, abilities you can use with no matter or depending on what badge you put on. He can do like a wall jump, he can dash underwater, but you can only have like one badge equipped at a time. It's pretty cool. So you get to Ooh. mix and match them, you know, as you play throughout the game because you can change them on the fly. And see what works best for you and the course that you go on. Um, the main one you start off with is just like a floating cap. So it's like a parachute. And it's a uh, really badass. Um, they added the glider to this game just like Zelda. But uh, yeah, um, yeah. you can play online. Uh, if you set your game to online, you see everyone's ghosts. You know, depending on how many people are in the course. Uh, you can see their ghosts, you know, like a time trial from Mario Kart. You know, you're going through the course together. I think it's only up to like four people, but... Uh, you can also play online with friends and local co-op. You can play as like 10 different fucking characters. Um, I think it's awesome. I, I highly recommend it. I'm not a 2D guy, but so far the game's gorgeous. The audio, the gameplay, it's just really fun. Uh, I think that's pretty much it. I mean, Forza and Mortal Kombat, Halo, Starfield, I'll touch on that on a different episode. But uh, Brandon, is there anything else that you've been playing that you'd like to highlight before we kind of wrap this up? Uh, I've been playing a lot of Payday 3 since it's free on the Game Pass. Uh, I've been playing that with some coworkers. It's been fun, but it's, you know, it's it gets a little samey after a while, but it's been cool to, like, just have an activity to do with coworkers. You know, we can talk about it at work, like, oh, I remember that one time we accidentally shot a hostage and just laugh about it. It's pretty fun. Um, Diablo 4's new season just came out, so I just dabbled with that a little bit before hopping on. I'm currently a level 5 uh necromancer raising the dead and shit um and then other than that i just completed my second playthrough of resident evil 4 and i'm working on my third right now i'm trying to get sub six hours to beat it so i'm like speed running it a little bit trying to get nice. that infinite rocket launcher too so so yeah dude um video games for a while weren't really in my repertoire but um they're starting to make a comeback so and oh, i see you on your switch a little bit too yeah, dude. I'm um, playing Kirby in the Forgotten Land. That's a fun one. Um, try, I'm trying to make my way through the DLC of Sword and Shield. <laughs> I'm just cultivating my team right now. And then once my team of six is made, and you fill up two more slots, um, then I'm gonna proceed with the proceed with the story. Was it Sword and Shield or Teal Man or uh, Scarlet Violet? Uh, Scarlet Violet. Oh, okay. I still uh, haven't I think... finished the DLC for Scarlet and Violet. I know there's still another part, but I haven't finished the first part. I just got to the mass festival, so it's just like talk, talk, talk. It's like taking me to Yapperville over here. <laughs> it's like a bunch of yappers, uh... am I right? <laughs> Jesus. Um, 
you're not wrong though. Like that's actually like something I wanted to talk about because I was gonna bring it up because mm-hmm. I, I I finished it. I uh, cannot believe how much more talking there is than actual battling or anything else. And like since you don't even really have to battle the overworld trainers, there's almost no battling. <laughs> like it's it's kind of fucking crazy. I kind of like the that, DLC. Yeah. I like the DLC in short and chilled. I don't know why this one is just like not like grasping me at all. I'm just not enjoying it. I think for me, because I agree with you, Brian, I think, you know, the Isle of Armor was all about like training and, you know, playing potentially with a new team and doing all this with Cub Fu and all that fun shit. So I think that had a lot to do with it, to be honest. Mm-hmm. Um, But we do know with like the Blueberry Academy, the second part of this expansion, it's almost entirely focused on battling. So oh, good, good. I mean, yeah, I wouldn't even say almost like it is entirely based on battling. And I think what makes this DLC satisfying mm-hmm. leading up to that one is you basically create the villain for the next uh, DLC. Oh. The Dingleberry Academy. <laughs> the Dingleberry yeah. Academy. Got him. The Dingleberry Academy. Electric Boogaloo. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to go back and finish the DLC. I don't, how long is it? How long did it uh, take you to finish it? I don't know. What, where are you at? You know? I feel like I put like two hours in. I don't know. They just keep yapping and I'm like, I'm bored and I turn it off. Which which line of dialogue was the last that you remember? Yeah, which yapping really got you? Well, I remember the they off. had me go to like three different places. Like I don't, I don't. They're not shrines, but like I followed him to the guy to like three different places, and then I went back to his house. Oh, so you're like right before Brandon because Brandon's right after that. Yeah, okay. we're in the same. We're like close to the same spot. Dude. And then shortly after that, it starts to kind of move along a bit. You're almost. You're like halfway. I would say. I think. I found my first shiny ever in the game, though. That was exciting. Too bad it was something I don't give two shits about. Oh, who was oh, it? What is oh, it? what's that little bug Pokemon with the leaf around its head? Oh, Swaddle? Swaddle. That's what it was. Aww. Yeah, leave. I would have never on. noticed. I just, I didn't even realize it was there. I ran into it on accident, and then it sparkled, and I was like, oh, shoot. Oh, shit. Dude, I, I uh, <laughs> you know, the reason why I don't play those games is because of that. I absolutely despise the fact that they got rid of the little sparkle, the shine in the overworld from Legends Arceus. I just... I cannot believe like whoever I'd love to punch whoever thought that was a good idea to get rid of it because the whole fun of shiny hunting in Legends Arceus is like, holy shit, there is one. And like, honestly, depending on the shiny, you would have to still kind of look after you hear the little jingle. Um, I, I just I don't know. I think I spent like 30 hours shiny hunting in Legends Arceus. And that was my favorite part is hearing that jingle, knowing that you fucking got the shiny uh, was so satisfying. And they decided to get rid of it. I can't Imagine somebody it. trying to shiny hunt a cutie fly because it's like that big and scarlet and violet. Or uh, the fucking little mouse family, the new one. Oh, that shiny too. is literally the a same lot of exact the new color. Pokemon in Gen 8 have like terrible shinies. Not all of them, but a lot. Uh, almost all of them, to be honest. <laughs> That's why when they announced the new TCG set for the shiny Pokemon, I was like, ah, this is going to be boring. <laughs> Ooh, that's rough. Although. I actually think we're going to be getting our first shiny Gyarados card since Heart Gold Soul Silver, and that has me very, very excited because he's a terrestrialized EX, and Alakazam's getting or Charizard's getting his shiny. So I'm like, dude, they have to do Gyarados. I want a red Gyarados so bad. A yellow Arcanine would be sick. Uh, yeah, yep. would be cool. yeah. But anyways, uh, yeah, we'll keep uh, following up on Pokemon. Brandon, let us know if you get Super Mario Wonder. Maybe we'll set up a play date for all of us to do the online co-op and kind of touch on that. I'd, yeah, I'd love to do it. I want to play it really bad. Um, yeah, I think that's pretty much it. I'm glad everyone's doing well. Everyone, Brand, Ryan's recovering. Brandon's about to, you know, hate going back to work. And uh, yeah, that's pretty much it. So yeah, thank you guys so much for uh, listening. Thank you guys for being on the show today. Brian, tell the people where they can find you and what you got going on if you been posting. Go follow me on another vinyl page on Instagram where I fluctuate between posting a lot and then not posting for a month. And then <laughs> eventually I'll do a giveaway. Who knows? You never know what to expect on my page. <laughs> it's a surprise. He'll keep you, he'll keep you guessing. <laughs> uh, yeah, social media sucks, huh? Uh, Brandon, any last words for the peeps? Um. Stay strong, stay healthy, and you can find me at Brandor the Wizard on Instagram and TikTok. Uh, I don't post at all, so I might post <laughs> one of these days. 
And uh, I'm just like, Brian, you never know what's going to happen. Never let him know your next move. So, But you can probably guess on his end. <laughs> it's probably just, not going to happen. <laughs> yeah, I don't. I couldn't even tell you the last time I posted Instagram. It's so bad. I just post everything on TikTok. Um, anyways. All right. Well, thank you guys so much for listening. We'll see you on the next episode. And uh, that's it. Bye. Bye. Have a beautiful time. Bye-bye. MGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C.